discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The third one, God is constantly working miracles. God is constantly working miracles. Galatians 3, verse 5. He therefore that ministereth to you the Spirit and worketh miracles among you, doeth he it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Now, he therefore that the word ministereth is the word supply. Epicorigio. Epicorigio. Actually, that's where we, we get the word choreography. Co- choreography. Epicorigio. He, therefore, that s- supplies the spirit to you and worketh miracles among you. Now, the word among you, in the Greek, you can read it this way. He that works mirac- miracles in you among you and around you is the same in the Greek. So among you means three things. Either among you, in you, or around you. God is working miracle, miracles around you, <laughs> in you, or among you. But the Greek says, he that ministereth, it is present active participle, to you the spirit, and worketh, worketh is present active participle. So how do you read it? He that is constantly supplying the Spirit to you and constantly working miracles in you, around you, and among you. Are you following? (laughs) See, God, eh, he is constantly working miracles in you, around you, and among you. But the first one says he's supplying or ministering the Spirit to you. You know, the word supply is, um, the, the Greek actually says, supplying all the needs of the chorus by the choragus. Supplying all the needs. In ancient times, there was something called the chorus. The chorus was not, was like a, a performing artist. You see, they could do everything. They could sing, they could act, they could drum. It's a whole perform, a performance that you can join. But if you become part of that artist, artist or whatever, there's a sponsor who gives you everything you need. So maybe you need a uniform like the choir. He will give it to you. Maybe you need transportation. He will give it to you. Maybe you need some instruments to play. He will give it to you. The sponsor that gives you all that you need is called Choragus. But the team is called the Chorus. So the moment you join, the sponsor gives you everything you ever need, whether it is food, whether it is transport, whether it is clothes, whether it is music instruments, whether it is piano, whether it is guitar, whatever you need for your place, he supplies everything. 
So the word minister here in the Greek is supplying all the needs of the chorus by the choragus. So God is the choragus who is constantly supplying everything you need at every time for what you want. <laughs> hey. Hmm. Either the Bible is true or I've not really believed enough. And the one who is constantly working miracles. Say constantly working miracles. In you, among you, and around you. So as I'm speaking, now, now, as I'm speaking, God is, God is working miracles. As I'm speaking, he's working miracles. When you leave this place, he's working miracles because the word says he's constantly present, active, participle. Okay, so when you sleep at night, what miracle is God working? Protecting you at night in your household. He that keepeth Israel will not sleep nor slumber. Psalm 1 to 1 verse 4. That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. There's a war in Europe and a group of people were all hiding because there was bombing. No one could sleep. A woman slept and they were all amazed she could sleep. They woke her up. Are you sleeping under this danger? She said, the one who watches over me neither sleep nor slumber. How can we all stay awake? She slept. When you sleep, God is constantly keeping you. Actually, whether you pray or not. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't pray. Because <laughs> he's constantly keeping you. Constantly. Yeah. Alright, what about when you are traveling and you are in a car? From Accra to who? Or from Ghana to Amsterdam? When you are traveling, what is God doing? He is constantly keeping you. Constantly. Constantly keeping the car. Constantly keeping you from hurt and harm. Constantly. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about those who fear him and deliver them. Psalm 34 verse 7. Yeah. The psalmist said, He shall keep his angels charge over thee, and he shall keep thee in all thine ways. Now, Psalm 91, there's something amazing in Psalm 91 verse 11 and 12. Remember that when Satan tempted Jesus in the wilderness, Satan quoted a scripture, true or false? <laughs> true or false? No, Satan's nature is a liar. He is a liar to begin with. Even when, even when he, he tells the truth, there's some lie inside. <laughs> so when Satan quoted a scripture to Jesus, Satan quoted Psalm 91, 11 to 12. That's what he quoted. But he left one phrase inside. He didn't quote a full verse to Jesus. Let's go to, let, 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 let me show you what he left when he quoted the scripture to Jesus. Matthew 4 verse 6. So I want you to read Matthew 4 by 6 and let's compare with what Satan was quoting. So when the devil comes to to quote a scripture, this is what Satan quoted to Jesus. And he said unto him, if, what, if, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, Satan is quoting scripture, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, Lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Satan quoted a scripture. He quoted two verses. But there's something he left. Let's go to where he quoted. Psalm 91, 11 and 12. 
Just follow carefully. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Have you seen it? Yeah. What did Satan not say? To keep thee in all your ways. He's bad, oh, Satan. <laughs> He's bad. So he took the middle. There are two verses. So he took the down parts. He took from the middle and joined the rest together. Because he doesn't want you to know that God will keep you in all your ways. Hmm. Okay. You, Satan, you are quoting the word of God to the word himself. And you could omit it. How much more you? How much more you? He has the audacity quoting the word to the word. He left some trying to deceive him. How much more you? When I was going to, when my wife was in, about to be in labor, I was in the room. Listen. And I heard a voice. I wasn't asleep. But by his side. Audible voice. Voice. The voice says, two things are going to come to you in one day. Widowhood and loss of children. And the voice quoted the scripture in Isaiah. And when I opened the Bible, it was there. It was there. The same thing was there. I didn't know that scripture. The same thing was there. I stood up 2 a.m. But if you read it in context, you realize that he took it out of context, trying to apply it to my situation. That's what I'm saying. Don't be part of the 9% who read the Bible. Because at this stage, what will you do? Because fear. The devil, the devil doesn't have... After Jesus paralyzed him, he has only two things left. Fear and deception. That's why when he's coming, he roars. Oh, no lion roars to look for, looking for a prey. But he roars to put fear. When you are in fear, legality... You have left your grounds. He can attack you. That's what he does. Praise God. Hallelujah. He's constantly keeping you. When you are in the plane, sorry, the plane. I remember when we in the plane, myself and my, my, my wife, there was turbulence. And my wife was asleep. A certain woman sitting behind was doing, so the plane is moving this way. And a woman tapped my wife and said, are you serious? How can you be asleep? How, how, how can you be asleep at, at such a time? She was so surprised. Another time, my wife was reading. She said, can you be serious? How can you read? But what can, now, what can you do? <laughs> Are you a superman to fly or to, <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> but listen, if you have, the, the, if, if you have the mindset that God is constantly working miracles now why am I saying all these things I said faith comes by hearing one day I was in the plane when we landed God opened my eyes plane was delivered from crash because I'm in it I'm in it I'm in it it can't crash hallelujah and when you are in it, it can't crash. But if you don't know Christ is your righteousness, you know what will happen to you? You'll be measuring your good deeds. Hey, have I fasted enough? Have I prayed enough? Maybe that day you couldn't even read your Bible. Have I read your Bible? Hmm, this plane is really going down. <laughs> because you are measuring with your works. This plane is really going down. No. 
Even if I have not prayed for three days, Christ is my righteousness. But I'm not saying don't pray for three days. Oh. <laughs> Just in case, there are situations. Yeah. The flame is coming down and the devil reminds you, remember the gossip. The gossip. You are not righteous enough. Then you go like, it is true. I will die. <laughs> Instead of stopping the, 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 the problem you are seeing into thine hands. Into whose hands? Peace be still. Look, Jesus was in the, in the ship asleep in the midst of the, of the turbulence. Why? Because God was always constantly working miracles around him. So he was asleep. When you have this revelation, you live in rest. And God is not just working miracles in you, around you. So because you are in the car, everyone is secured. Everyone is secured. But if God works in you, you, you the desire not to sit in the car. Don't sit in it. You see how it works. My secretary, Michael Lissell, Pastor Michael Lissell, was going to take a car. He sat at the front. He was sitting and he had a desire to leave the front. There's a strong desire to go to the back. The car was about to move. He said, please stop, stop, stop. He just got out of the front. The people were insulting him. He got to the back. A woman came to sit at the front. This was in Cape Coast. When they got to St. Augustine's from Tantra Station, a car came to hit the side. Pow! Where he was sitting. The woman was injured. Blood all over her body. They had to rush her to the hospital. And everyone turned to look at him. <laughs> everyone turned to look at him. The desire. When you are eating, what miracle is God working? Blessing the food. He has blessed the food. So as you are eating, ah, you are blessed. You are blessed. Now, when you have sickness in your body, what miracle is God constantly working? Healing. Look, it is constantly working. When you sometimes you enter into a shop, by the time you leave the shop, people start going to buy, start going buying things because you, you put favor there, favor there, favor there. I, I remember years ago, um, Pastor Jervis and his wife when they got married. Now, two years before he's married, I had a vision, and the vision I was telling them: see you at seven twenty-four in your estate. After two years of having a vision, they got married. At that time, as I had a vision, they were living in the yard, in his father's house. So he married. I didn't even know what the vision was. I had forgotten. So after two years, um, they had married. And amazingly, they went to rent an estate, living in an estate. So they asked me to visit them. I didn't know where they were staying. So I told them I'll come. So when I got there, they were shouting. I don't know why they were shouting. You know why I got there at 724? But after two years, but I had prophesied that in a vision I'd see you in your estate at 724. And I got there in the house at 724. And I said, why are you shouting? So they took the book and brought me the prophecy. <laughs> Can you imagine? So that day we were walking, we were walking and there was a woman sitting at the bridge 
just before the house. As we passed, as we passed, the Lord opened my eyes and I saw that favor. I, I had just released favor on the person. Then I had just released favor on the person. Where I was passing, God made me say it briefly. You know why? He's constantly working miracles around me. Somebody sitting somewhere, because of where I passed, the person is blessed. Can you imagine? Because of you, because of you, the tenants around you are also blessed. Because of you, your workmates, your cosmates are blessed. Just because of your presence. You are a blessing to humanity. Because the miracles is around you, among you, and in you. He's constantly working it. So what do you do? Can you imagine yourself having this revelation? When you sit in a car, and a car is about to move, how do you pray? Oh, Father, keep this car. Father, keep this car. Father, protect us from every... It's not bad asking for protection. But there's a higher revelation. I know that God is already constantly working miracles. When I sit in a car, Father, thank you for having kept us. Thank you for your preservation. <laughs> thank you, Father, that we are safe because you have done it. Thank you for working a miracle. I just thank God because I know He's always doing it. Hallelujah. <laughs> that is why when you, when you sit in a restaurant and the food is set before you, don't go like, I break the spirits behind this food. In the name of Jesus, I cast out Satan. Minus, minus Satan plus Jesus. <laughs> I heard somebody praying. The person said, I break the virginity of this food. How can we pray like that? <laughs> Someone also said, plus Jesus minus Satan. <laughs> Lord, sanctify, sanctify those who don't have something to eat. Those in uh, uh, Yendi and those in... <laughs> when the food is before you, that's why the best approach is thanksgiving. Thank you for having blessed this food. Thank you for supplying it. Go. When you're not feeling well, what do you do? Father, thank you that you're constantly working miracles. Thank you that by your stripes I'm healed. Thank you, Jesus, for your healing. Ken Hagen traveled. In those days, when you have a prison appointment, you go at least three weeks. He said he traveled. And his wife telegrammed him and said, all the kids are sick and there is no money in the house. She took, he took the letter, went to lie at the altar. Said the whole day, Kobara, baka, kabara, kabara, pray da. Then Hagin said he heard a voice. He heard a voice saying at the altar, what are you doing here struggling and toiling all by yourself? He stood up. Then he said, Lord, my, my, my kids are sick. There is no money. And he kept praying again. Pray that. Then the voice came again. What are you doing here, struggling and toiling all by yourself? Then he took the letter and said, Lord, I don't think you understand. So he said, he went out of the auditorium and spread it for God to read. This is the letter. My wife sends to me, sends to me. <laughs> My kids are sick and there is no money. He went back. He said, I read the book. He said, the voice came four times. What are you doing? And he said, Lord, I came to pray through. And the Lord asked him, what does it mean to pray through? Now, there are all kinds of prayers. There are all kinds of prayers and how to operate. It doesn't mean long prayers. Long prayers is very important, but there are different kinds of prayers. So, he asked Jesus what he should, he should do. Jesus said, I said, by your stripes you were healed. 
So just thank me that your kids are healed. Say, ah, Lord, is that all? So what about, there's no money. I said I'll supply all your needs according to my riches in glory. Just thank me for it, that's all. So Higgins said, he just stood. He said, thank you that by your stripes my kids are all healed. He started thanking God for it. He started thanking God that every need is supplied. He supplies, he said his wife sent a letter that same day that there is money, all the kids are healed. Can you imagine you being conscious that God is constantly working miracles? Hey, life will be sweet. Oh. But why, the question is, why don't we see the miracles? Why do we sometimes see disaster? You know why? Number one, fear. Number two, worry. Number three, doubt. Number four, bitterness unforgiveness. These things deprive us from God's best and allow the devil to come in. So, for what God has, is doing, we take ourselves from it. Fear actually brings the devil in and deprive us from enjoying what God is doing. That's what doubt also do. That's what doubt and unbelief do. Then, bitterness. Because in bitterness, we fail of God's grace. <laughs> unforgiveness. So, these things, that's why you need to live in the word and be in God's rest so you can enjoy all these benedictions and all these blessednesses. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is constantly working miracles. Constantly. Look, you know why I'm preaching? It's a consciousness that brings the result. Consciousness. Those days when we sit in the plane, Pastor Michael used to be very afraid small. But the day I spoke to him, I realized that his faith is solid. We're going to see any the, the car the, a certain car they picked us, the car was the car was moving this way. And and Pastor Michael was asleep, like Jesus was asleep in the boat. When I was asleep, I looked to him and said, Hey, this guy, your faith it has come power. At a time the guy should drove some way. So fear nearly, fear nearly came to my heart. I said, I resist fear. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, the last. The fourth. The fourth. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. And God is able, let's start from verse 7. Every man according as he has purpose set in his heart, so let him give. Hmm. Not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. The next verse. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound unto every good work. Now, the way the, se- the statement is, or the sentence is constructed in English, is different from the Greek. It's in a reverse form. It's different. Look at something. In your Bible, there is no word, there is, there is no is. The, the is is in italics, or in parentheses, okay. Yeah. You know why? There is no is in the original translation, in the original manuscript. There is no is. Now, when you say, 
God is able. Now it's it, the whole thing becomes futuristic, and it becomes potential. Potential is not reality. It's potential and it is futuristic. For instance, you are not feeling well, and I go like God is able to heal you. It is futuristic. It is potential. Hmm. There's no is. The word is God. God able. Hmm. Now the word able is present, active, indicative. Hmm. The word able is where we do not toss, get the word dunamis, where we have the word dynamite. God dynamiting and enabling. Now, let me go forward and come back. Now, what this verse means is that when you read it in English, this is how it means. It means that when you give, God will make all grace abound to you. But in the Greek, it's the reverse. God makes all grace abound to you so you can give. <laughs> so, you see, when you say God is able, I'm saying God is able to heal you. It's futuristic and it's potential. It's not present, it's not re- realistic. But the Greek says that, and God, enabling, now, and God, now indicative means, who says something is an indicative tense, indicative, it's a, a statement of fact. It's present, active, indicative. It's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact. So, and God constantly enabling and dynamiting to make all. <laughs> and God, please, are you following me? And God constantly dynamiting, enabling, energizing you. To abound in all grace so that you have an all sufficiency, you can abound in all things. Please, are you following? So, what it means is that at every time, God is energizing us, dynamiting us, enabling us by His grace. He, at every time, He's giving us the ability to be able to give. His abound, his grace is abounding to us at every time, so we can give. So what that means that, as you are here, you can never say, "I don't have anything to give." I don't have anything to give to God. It's a lie, because this this verse is saying that even right now, <laughs> even right now, God is constantly enabling you, energizing you, dynamiting you with all grace. To abound unto every good work, so you can give. So, God gives grace for you to give. But the English says, "You give, then He gives grace." That means at every time you cannot say that you have nothing to give. But the truth is that God gives grace. You give, and after giving, grace is abounded. It happens here and there because when you begin from chapter eight, verse one, the Macedonian church. We do you, moreover, brethren, we do you to wait of the grace of God bestowed upon the churches of Macedonia, how that in great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty, because they gave the grace of God, came over them. But God gives you grace. For instance, you cannot say you have nothing to give. Listen, <laughs> there's something you can give. God can give you grace. You really want to give. Look at your room. There's something you can take and give to God. Look at what you are wearing. There's something, you're nice, you're nice. There's something you can take and give to God. 
if there is nothing you can give, can't you give your strength to come and sweep and serve the house of God? No matter what, you cannot say you are in such deep poverty you can give nothing to God. <laughs> That's what, because God is always constantly supplying you grace. And the thing is that if we're to understand the dynamics of this grace, the grace is so abundant that you have more than enough to supply every need that comes to you. <laughs> Praise God. That means at every time, there's an energizing. At every time. If you live in this consciousness and you are giving, if you live in this consciousness, you see what will happen at every time. Grace is supplied so you can bless others. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, finally, your response, your attitude in life must be a praiseful attitude. If you want to work in all of these things I've spoken about, it's praise and thanksgiving. Praise and thanksgiving. Now, there, there, are, there are three-fold blessings in praise. The benefit of praise is God word, man word, and Satan word. The benefit of praise is tri- trilogical. Trilogy. The benefit is God word towards God, man word towards man, Satan word towards Satan. When you live in praise and thanksgiving. The first one, God word. What does he do? Psalm 50 verse 23. I, I, but I don't know whether you have NIV 1984 version. NIV 1984 version. How did you get it? That's it. This is the 1984 version. You, you have it. How did you get it? All <laughs> grace. God is constantly working. This is a miracle. Wow. Because you see. <laughs> that is why when you're you going home and you meet a witch. If you run away, fear. That's why he can overpower you. Can he, God is constantly working miracles when you're afraid of which? You and which? Who should be afraid of who? Number one, number one, the angels of God are with you. Number two, the Father is in you. The Son is in you. The Holy Ghost is in you. The, the Godhead in the Spirit indwells you because you are, you, you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. They're all in you and angels are all around you. The Word of God is in your mouth. You have the sword of the Spirit. Look at all you have and you run from a little witch. Even Satan, when he shows up, just smile. Oh, mama, mama, mama. Hallelujah. Even Satan himself is afraid of you, but you don't know. He knows you don't know. But he's afraid of you. Because there's God in you. And what you say, he, he wouldn't even dare. How much more, let's say, which, and how much more when God is constantly working miracles. Just, don't stop, just go. If he's a man, let him stand there. <laughs> but they, they know the host of darkness they know that what God's people don't they know God's people are ignorant so they will use fear and when you are in fear in Jesus name brethren nothing will happen because you are in fear 
<laughs> no, no, no. This, 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 let, let, let's go here. I, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to have this version. This is 19, 1984. Because most of the N90 you find is not 1984. He who sacrifices tank offerings honors me. Now I said when you, when you praise God, the benefit is trion, three-foot blessing, God word, man word, and Satan word. Why am I saying this? He who sacrifices. All right, hold on with this verse. Psalm 106, verse 47. King James this time. Save us, O Lord, our God, and gather us from among the heaven to give thanks unto thy holy name and to triumph in thy praise. Understand this. When you praise God or thank God, you, tri- you triumph. Say triumph. Now, I'm just about closing my foot. Hear this carefully. Whenever you go like, thank you, Father. I bless you. I praise you. Or you dance. Or you, you triumph in praise. In praises, you triumph. Now, what does it mean to triumph? In the ancient world, to triumph, you don't, when you say you are triumphing, you don't triumph to get the victory. When you are triumphing, you, you, the, the, the essence of triumphing is not because you want to get the victory. You triumph to celebrate the victory. When you are triumphing, triumphing is even from victory. You don't triumph to get the victory. You triumph because you are celebrating the victory. Anytime you are in praises, you are celebrating the victory. He says, we will triumph in your praise. That's why praise is the highest demonstration of faith. Because when, now, when you are praising God, you are saying, you are not praising God to get a victory. You are praising God because the victory has already been gotten. And you are celebrating because the victory is already there. In 2 Corinthians 2 verse 14, Now thanks be unto God, which always, always, does it, causeth us to triumph in Christ and make it manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. I like how you all, you, you all said always. I, I like it. Always means every time, each and every time, every moment, each and every, always, each and every opportunity, every moment, always. He's causing us to triumph. And I says, he leads us in a triumphal procession. Now this is talking, taken from the ancient culture in Rome. When the, 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 the army general in Rome conquers a people, he will get back to Rome and they will put him in a chariot with a white horse leading. And all the rest of the people are, are at the sidewalks, the pavements, and they are shouting his praises and they are streaming flowers at him. And whilst he is jubilating, that's what it, I'm describing what it means to triumph, actually, in the Greek. Whilst he's jubilating, the enemies are bound in chains behind him. Behind him. But he's in his chariot in the white horse. He's, he's, follow, he's following him, and they are full of celebration. That's the word triumph. And God is always leading us, every time, as I'm talking, leading us in a triumphal procession. So why are your enemies? They are captives. They have been bound. You have to see this vision. This is a fit picture. Your enemies, the sicknesses, the diseases, the hardship, the embarrassment, they have all been bound. And you are in the chariot. You are led in a triumphal procession. You are going right on the street to the capital. You are on the way. 
So when we praise, <laughs> so as we start dancing and praising, you know what we are saying? We are not dancing and praising so we can get a victory. We are dancing and praising because we are celebrating the victory. Because praise says it is done. That is why praise is the highest demonstration of faith. It is done. It is done. That is why if God is constantly working miracles, your life must be a life of praise. Because you know it is done. To sit in a car, thank you, Father. I bless and praise you. Thank you for taking us safely. It is done. Thank you, Father. Can you imagine yourself living like that? Even at the tomb of Lazarus, Jesus gave thanks. I thank thee. He praised him. Even with a deadened situation. He praised him when he came back to life. Your situation is not yet dead. Why are you frustrated? Hallelujah. Now, back to the NIV. Um, um, Psalm 50 verse 23. Now, first of all, our praise is Godward. is to God. The benefit of our praise is Godward. It's toward God. And that's what we see here. He who sacrifices, thank offerings. But I like the word sacrifice. The word sacrifice means it costs you something. You know how to sacrifice praise? That is, it costs you something. Sacrifice of praise or thanksgiving means that the situation is not good. The situation is not pleasant. There is no money. There are problems everywhere. But in the midst of it, you decide to say, thank you, Father. It is, praise is an act of the will. It's not an emotion. It's not <laughs> an act of your feeling. When it becomes a sacrifice, there is no feeling. There is no emotion. You don't feel like saying thank you, Jesus. You don't feel like praising Jesus. Nothing say, nothing feel, there's no feeling at all. The situation is bad, 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 bad and badder and baddest. It's a wrong English, but I just want to impart something to you. Don't write it in your essays. Badder and baddest. The situation has gotten like that and you start thanking and praising him. It is called sacrifice of praise. So what, it, what, what does it mean? You know God, God is constantly working miracles, but now things are opposite. What should you do? Sacrifice of praise. Just start praising him. Don't complain. Lord, your word says you are working miracles. Is this a miracle? Lord, is this a miracle? Lord, how do you define miracle? No, don't, don't say that. <laughs> yeah. Look, Paul and Silas, you know when they were in the prison? Ah, even in that situation, God worked a miracle. <laughs> the jailer was about to kill himself because of the earthquake. Because in those days, if we're... <laughs> You, you oversee prisoners and you let them escape. The Roman authority will kill you publicly. So he wanted to kill himself before a shameful death. But because they were praiseful, he was saved and his family. And everyone was saved. God was working miracles in them, among them, and around them. The chains of all the prisoners were loosed. In that adverse situation, praise reactivated the miracles. So when the situation is bad, be praiseful. But he says, he who sacrifices, that means things are not working well, but try and say thank you, Jesus. Love him. Get to your room and dance. But what does he do? Number one, his, God says, it honors me. So when, when you sacrifice, praise, God is honored. That is it, God is honored. God goes like, wow, look, I'm, this is my daughter. The situation is not right, but my daughter is praising me. It honors him. And do you know what it means when God, you honor God? Have you ever read 1 Samuel 2 verse 30? That he that honors me will I honor. And he that despises me will I lightly esteem. So if you honor him, then he will honor you. And what honors him is praise. Hallelujah. Alright. Another thing that honors God, if you read Hebrews, 
Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. King James. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. So he said we should offer the sacrifice of praise. But to do good and to communicate, forget not. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. Now, now, when you read the Bible, there are a few things God is well pleased with. Have you seen? It's only used a few times in, in, in the Bible. God is well, I think it's only about nine, nine times in, in the New Testament. That God is well pleased about something. Six of, the, of them is about Jesus Christ. God is well pleased with his son. But the rest of the three, <laughs> one is used here. God is pleased about two things. Number one, when you give the sacrifice of praise. And when you give... You see, but to do good and to communicate. The word communicate is not communicating with your wife. Communicate here is the word for giving. Read from other versions. So, praising God and giving, God is well pleased. So, when you praise God in that situation, now, the praise here is a sacrifice. It is called sacrifice of praise. That means situations are not fine. That is when praise becomes a sacrifice. So, number one, you honor God with your praise. Number two, he's well pleased. He likes it. Number three, Psalm 22 verse 3, God inhabits the praises of his people. Now the word inhabit, Psalm 22 verse 3, God inhabit. Now the word inhabit is a, is a Greek Hebrew word for sit. Literally God sits on the praises of his people. What does, God, what does God sit on? On a throne. So one version says God is enthroned in the praises of his people. So your praises God it enthrones God and it celebrates God as king. So God reigns as king when you praise him. And remember, if God is enthroned in your praises, every enemy will be, will be dethroned. God cannot be enthroned and your sickness also be enthroned. If God is enthroned among you, every sickness, every problem, every disease will be de- dethroned. So towards God, he is honored. Towards God, he is well pleased. Towards God, he is enthroned. How about towards man? Man word, what does your praise do? Back to the psalm, Psalm 50, verse 23. He who sacrifices thank offerings honors me. So God is honored. Secondly, and he prepares the way so that I may show him the salvation of God. I use NIV 1984 because it's the exact Hebrew. He prepares the way. Can you imagine? As you start praising God, you know what you are doing? It's like you, a spiritual bulldozer preparing the way for your miracle. You are paving the way. <laughs> Every mountain is made low. Every valley is exalted. The crooked path are made straight. The rough place are made smooth. He prepares the way that I may show him the salvation of God. Actually, the word salvation here means the de- deliverance of God. The provision of God. The power of God. The blessings of God. Salvation is all blessings put together. The healing of God. So as you are praying, you are preparing the way. You are praising. Things are not working. You don't see the miracle. Stop praising. Give thanks offering. You are preparing the way for God to show up. He shows up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Forever. Forever. Hallelujah. Then Satan word. Your praise affects Satan. Psalm 8 verse 2. Out of the mouths of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest steal the enemy and avenger. <laughs> See, out of the mouths of babies and infants, 
King James. Apart from that verse, give me King James. Okay, yeah. All right. Jesus quoted this in the New Testament because the New Testament is the commentary of the Old Testament. The New Testament reveals what is concealed in the Old. So Jesus quoted the Psalm of David in Matthew 21 verse 15. What is the strength here? What, is the ordained, what strength has God ordained in the mouth of babes and sucklings? Matthew. Yeah. And, this, and, said, and said unto them, Here is that what these say. And Jesus said unto them, Yea, have you never read? Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast perfected praise. So ordained strength is perfect praise. You see, ordained strength is perfect praise. But this is the mystery here. He mentions babies and sucklings. He's mentioning the weakest of the human race. Now, babes and sucklings, he's mentioned weakest infants and nursing infants. He put praise to silence Satan. You know what it means? Even if the weakest of believers among the church, the weakest of us, which is the allegorized or is, is an allusion or figurative of babes and infants, those who are second breast, the weakest among the saints, the weakest among the saints, if they will praise God, they are praised to silence Satan. Someone read this in French, and the French says, says that God imposes silence on Satan when infants praise. <laughs> so the wickedest amongst us. You feel you are weak. You are not prayerful enough. You know you don't you don't know your left from your right. Yeah, listen, just praise. The devil will run away. So as why why, why that end with this? As you live in praise, as you live in it. God is constantly working miracles and doing things all around you, abounding grace. Praise activates all these things. And when something doesn't work, just live in praise and stir these things up. Hallelujah. This is, God has made all these things for us. It's too much. But it's on revelation. You must see it. You must see it. Ma, 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 korakate. From today, you are seeing it. And all that God has planned and working constantly, you are working in it. Mama Shakataye, Mama Katayendo, Shiba Karamasante. See yourself working in them. Morabakate. God is constantly working miracles. You meet your husband in the right place, you meet your wife in the right place. God is working good desire in you. You wouldn't miss it, it would not be messed up. He is working, constantly working desire. Desire to build, desire to rent and to build, to desire to go here and there, desire to start a project. God works the desire. Jibabakate, Zimbrande, Kambrande. Thank you, Jesus. Begin to praise God as never before. Praise God for what he's doing in your life. Just thank him for what he's doing. What is happening in your life? Negative, positive. Just give him the praise. Baba Bashate.
Thank you, Jesus. Just believe. Just believe. Only believe. Believe only. Bakato Shede. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Rabra sobre hede. Rabra so de hede. Yabra son de hede. Yabra son de. Yabra son de. Yabra son de. God is seeing you as righteous. Constantly seeing you as righteous. Constantly seeing you as righteous. Lift up your hands. I just want you to see your life. See the good things are happening to you. To you, around you, among you. He's working a miracle. That sickness in your body, God is only working. If you can just respond positively. And if there's a sickness, say thank you, the Lord, you've worked miracle and I'm healed. Whatever is not working in your life, begin to thank him for it. From your heart. It's a constant miracle. Oh, receive. Shabbata. You are full of grace. Even now, he's constantly supplying the spirit. <laughs> he's supplying the spirit for every need. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Hey receive the supply of the spirit something good is happening something good is happening something good something good <laughs> there is a supply <laughs> hey <laughs> hey <laughs> there is a supply there is a supply of the spirit there is a supply of the spirit there is a supply glory 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 yande yande shimama sote there is a supply. 
supernatural a supernatural ability divine ability divine ability you receive you receive it's an ability it's happening there is a flow of the spirit receive something from heaven hey my brother it is happening hey my sister it is happening hey you receive it man of God glory 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 hallelujah there's a supply for every need <laughs> there is a supply there's a supply there is a supply Yande, Yande, supply, the supply. Yabe, 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 receive, 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 and you receive, receive. There is a supply of the spirit. There is a supply constantly. Every need of life. 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 Every need. Every need. Every need of life. Receive the flow. Receive the flow. Every need of life. Hey. Yama Every need of life. The supply of the spirit. The supply of the spirit. The supply of the spirit. To meet every need. To meet every need. Hey. 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 The glory. The glory, the glory, the glory. Oh, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. God will give you a new song. <laughs> there is a stirring on the inside. God is shifting desires. Shifting desires. Your desire is changing. He's putting his desire there. I impart greatness to you. Greatness. Greatness. The seed I give it to you of greatness. Mama. Yeko Rasende.
Just be in love with your Jesus. Things are changing and things are shifting. Miracles are constantly happening. I cancel every disease in your body. I break every curse in your life. Good things are opening up for you. I see a fountain. There is a fountain. Double portion, my sister. Shita. Please help her. Shiba. Shiba. Yede. He's a covenant keeping God. He's a covenant keeping God. The covenant God. The covenant. The covenant. The covenant. He will honor the covenant. He will honor the covenant. He is faithful. He is faithful. Thank you, Jesus. He is faithful. He is faithful. Close your eyes for the last time. I see you drinking of the spirit. Now lift up your hands and drink of the spirit. A little further. I see you drinking of the spirit. In a measure, drink of the spirit. Baba. <laughs> Baba. 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 Glory. Drink of the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. 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 You are free. You are free. You are free. Please be seated. You are free. To him alone be glory. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's Word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T Podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's Word. 
Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.